Have you faced the ghosts that haunt you? Well, that was easy for me to say. Have you faced the ghosts that haunt faced the ghosts that haunt you? That just seems, I don't know, whatever. Have you faced them? Have you faced the things in your past that haunt you? Your past regrets. Things from your past that you regret. Fear of things that have happened in your past. Have you faced these things? We need to. We need to face them head on. So a little bit about me. I was raised by my grandparents, mainly because uh, my mother was very not fit to raise me. She, uh, I ended up in the hospital from neglect, probably abuse. Um, they told me that she'd throw me across the room, and luckily the bed broke my fall. <coughs> but she wasn't the best mother in the world. And we had a horrible relationship at best. And But she was always my mom. I always wanted a relationship with her. She just hated me. And I hated her. You know, it, it, was, it was a mutual hatred that we had for each other. And I'm, I'm not going to try to get into all those details because that's not the point of this. But just, I guess, to give you a little bit of background of uh, where I've come from. But anyway, she ended up dying in 97 of cancer, cervical cancer. And right before she died, well, about the year or two before she died, I kept thinking I need, we found out that she had cancer and I kept thinking to myself, I need to go talk to her. I need to forgive her. I need to ask for forgiveness, whatever needs to be done. I want to fix this, whatever happened with us so I can have some form of relationship with my mother. Well, she died. And I never got the chance to uh, to fix that, to do whatever I could do to try to have a relationship with her. And so on the other hand, my dad, uh, I saw him once when I was probably four, five, something like that. And then I saw him again whenever I was 16, I believe. And then I didn't see him again for another 25 years, maybe. I only saw him twice as a kid. And after my mom died, I always loved my dad because every memory that I had of my dad was a lot of fun. Uh, the One of the main memories I have is we were sitting in Pizza Hut and he told me this joke about a pink gorilla. Maybe sometime I'll tell you all that joke. Remind me later and I'll tell you the joke. But anyway, um, we, we, had, we always had really good... Every memory I had of him was really good. So I just, I loved him to death. And whenever my mom died, I, I started thinking to myself, my mom was always around. I saw her hundreds of times, but we never got along. Uh, her and my brother, they got along really well, but me and her did not get along well at all. And whenever she died, I was thinking that, you know, she was always there and I hated her and my dad was never there and I loved him. I was like, that's, that's kind of backwards. So somehow mentally I 
switched from loving my dad and hate my mom. Well, I didn't really start loving my mom, I guess. I guess as much as I always did, but which wasn't a lot. Um, but I turned all of that hatred that I had towards my mom towards my dad, and it exponentially multiplied. So getting to the point of all of this, I... The, the hatred was just so much more for my dad than my mom that um, I, I I could care less about ever having a relationship with him. Uh, everything that I knew, he never tried to be there. He never even attempted to be there. What I, what I didn't know that I found out later was that he did, but my grandfather wouldn't let him come around, basically. Uh, my granddad, he was just, he was trying to protect us. He was doing what he thought was best, which maybe it was, I don't know, but, um, he was just trying to do his best. And what he thought was best was that, you know, my dad, he wouldn't allow him around, which that really wasn't his decision to make. I don't think, um, he should have at least asked us, uh, me and my brother, what we thought, at least when we got a little bit older, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, something like that. Well, anyway, so, uh, so I hated my dad, like rage filled hated. And my brother, he went, this was, oh gosh, let's see. It's the end of 2019 right now. He went to, uh, California, which I didn't even know where my dad was living. Last thing I heard he was in Hawaii. He was in the Navy. So he traveled around some with the Navy. Uh, last thing I heard he was in Hawaii. Well, my brother was going to, uh, California and he said, yeah, he said, I got in touch with dad. And I was like, holy crap, are you serious? Because him and uh, me and my brother both, we only saw him twice uh, growing up. And uh, he said, yeah, I got in touch with dad and we're going to go meet up for lunch. I'm like, holy crap, man, that's crazy, you know. And so uh, apparently he was living in Phoenix, which he's still living in Phoenix. So they decided they were going to meet up while he was there. So I told my brother, I said, well, you know, don't bring me up, but, you know, let me know. Don't say anything about me. I mean, let, unless it comes up in conversation, but don't say anything. But I want to know if you ask about me, which apparently was a really big mistake because the next day I talked to my brother and I asked him, I said, uh, you know, I said, so what happened? He's like, nothing. I was like, well, did he ask about me? He said, no. And that broke my heart completely broke my heart and it just I guess I should have figured you know um so I decided that's it you know I I wanted a relationship with my dad because he was my dad you know I think anybody that has a horrible relationship with their biological parent I think they want a relationship with their parent because they're their parent. Even if they hate them, I hated my mother. I hated my dad, but I wanted a relationship with them. They were my mom. They, you know, he, she was my mom. He was my dad. I wanted a relationship with them. But after this happened, I just thought, you know what? I'm done. I'm, I'm done. Anything that I ever felt towards him of wanting a relationship, you know what? Screw him. So, well, then my brother being the douchebag that he is, he said, well, let me ask you this. Do you want the same thing to happen with dad that happened with mom? And this was years later. This, my mom, like I said, my mom died in 97 and this was, oh, 
maybe 07, 08, 2007, 2008, 2006, somewhere around there. Um, 2008, 7, 2007. I think it was 2007, maybe 2006. Anyway, it's, it's been a while ago. He said, do you want the same thing to happen to dad that happened with mom? And I was like, well, what do you mean? He said, well, what if dad dies? You'll never get that chance to fix the relationship. And I'm like, you know what? Screw you, dude. I want to be pissed off. Don't say this, you know? And he, but he was right. I didn't want to lose the chance to fix it with my dad. And so I thought, well, you suck. I wish you wouldn't have told me that. You could have told me that in a week from now while I just, you know, give me a week to be mad, you know? But uh, he was right. He was like, I need to talk to my dad. I need to fix this. And so that was 07, you know, and five years goes by and I still hadn't done anything. And I finally decided, I said, well, oh gosh, let me think. So this was probably seven, eight years ago. I decided I'm going to send my, maybe nine. It was a few years after whatever, however long ago it was. It was a few after that, that. I said, I'm going to go ahead and send my dad a friend request on Facebook. And that was tough. That was hard to do. And I would go to his page and I'm just hovering over the add friend button and nope, not going to do it today. And it took probably a month to finally send it. And I was like, okay, it's sent finally. And there was this, there was a, I guess a release. I don't know what you'd call it. Um, I did it. I reached out. Um, I figured if he's not going to reach out, I'm going to reach out. And, uh, so I sent him a friend request and, and, uh, he accepted the friend request. Well, I don't know, a year goes by, something like that. No communication whatsoever between the two of us, uh, which I guess was fine, but you know, it started, the process has started. So I guess a year goes by and I don't know, me or him liked a post and then another six months goes by and we like another post and and then another several months goes by and then you know comment lol on a post and and so it slowly very very slowly started to um, develop into something you know into communication which up to this point we never had So one LOL moved into a ha ha ha, moved into a that's funny, moved into a, you know, an actual sentence of communication. And this all happened over probably two years period of time. And we started like just little bitty here, words here and there, a, sent- a sentence here and there, but we still never really communicated. Well, um, let me think. So... I want to say this was, gosh, when was this? Uh, Five years ago, six years ago. um, I saw on my brother's page that I think, I think it was Christmas time. And I saw on my brother's page that dad said, Merry Christmas. And he hadn't told me Merry Christmas. And I lost, I lost it. I went 
off. And I said, you know what? It sure is nice that our sperm donor could ha- wish you Merry Christmas, but not me. What the hell is that about? Da, da, da. And I just went off all over Facebook. I just vomited everything on Facebook. And I told him exactly what I thought. I told him exactly where he could go. I mean, I basically drew out details straight to hell, you know. And, uh, well, his wife uh, chimed in. My dad's wife chimed in. And, and she said, I'm not, you know, not going to uh, come in. But, you know, I don't say anything. But listen, there's something you need to know. And she, she defended my dad, and which she should have. And then I have another brother who is the son of, of her and him. And he popped up and he started saying something. And I said, you know what? Listen here, dude, he raised you. Okay. You have no right to talk to me. He wanted to be in your life. He didn't want to be in my life, you know, so you have no right to talk to me. And, uh, it was, it was a very long, interesting conversation. And, and people were just like, God, how that was harsh. I was like, well, that's how I feel. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel. So all of that was done. All of that was said on Facebook. Well, about a year goes by and, uh, the, the, um, the, uh, that, that was before all of the LOLs and likes and comments and stuff like that. So that was like the very first time that was like right at the beginning. So we started LOLing and ha hawing and liking and sentencing and stuff like that. Well, I saw that. Uh, he would go out and sing karaoke and I love to go out and sing karaoke and I've always been trying to get my brother to go out and sing karaoke but he would never go with me so because he sucks but anyway so uh, I saw that he went out with that my dad went out with some friends uh, to go sing karaoke and he posted a video of it on Facebook well I tagged him and my brother and I said I know what I want for my birthday this was in March of let's see, four years ago, five years ago. So 2014, I think it was, um, I posted in March, my birthday's the end of May. And I said, I know what I want for my birthday. I want me, my dad, and my brother. And I tagged both of them. I said, I want us to go out for my birthday and sing karaoke. And he said, well, that'll be fun. And that was it. You know, I thought, well, that would be fun. You know, why don't you come to town, man? You know? So Anyway, so it's the week of my birthday, and I'm planning my birthday party, and my cousin, whom I've I've met, um, I met, I guess, I'll try not to go down this rabbit hole, but anyway, I didn't know any of my birth family, uh, really, I didn't really know any of them, I'd met a few uh, when I was around my dad when I was a kid, but I really knew none of my birth family, me and my brother both, we, we didn't know any birth family, my uh, so my my grandparents that raised me, they adopted my mom and my uncle, and and then they took me and my brother from my mom, and so anyway, so we're not related. To, I'm not related to the grandparents that raised me. So anyway, so I didn't know any of my birth family. Well, uh, I guess over time I'd you know found family on Facebook and sent up friend requests and met up with them, and that was really cool, and uh, to you know finally meet some. Um, birth family, blood, actual blood family. Cause my whole life I've never had any blood family. So anyway, so my cousin, uh, my blood cousin, I guess it was my, my birthday was going to be on a Saturday or the party was on a Saturday and 
my cousin, I think on a Monday or Tuesday, said, how excited are you that your dad's coming to town for your birthday? And I just looked at her. I said, well, I think you just run the surprise because I knew nothing about this. I knew nothing about him coming. And she ruined the surprise. And she's just like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. So that the, the beans have been spilled. So I get in touch with my brother. I was like, so what are you doing this weekend? He's like, just working. Oh yeah. And I'm thinking he, he's in on it, right? He has to be. So I'm like, Oh really? You're not coming to town. He's like, no. Okay, sure. Well, my party starts at this time just to let you know. He was like, why are you letting me know? I'm not coming to town. And he was like, very serious. I'm like, so you're really not coming to town? He goes, no. I said, so Okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna let you know. I know Dad's coming to town, and he's like, "What are you talking about?" And I said, "Yeah, Dad's on his way to town. Apparently, he's driving here right now." And she, he said, "I know nothing about this." And I'm like, "Well, Kaida, my cousin Kaida, she just let me know." And yes, he's on his way here. I guess it wasn't on a, a Monday. I guess it was that. I guess it was Friday, or I guess it was that day. I guess. Anyway, so I was like, yeah, he's coming to town for my birthday. Or no, it wasn't. It was before that. Yeah, it was before that. It was a few days before that. But anyway, whatever that had matter. So I said, yeah, he's coming to town. And he's like, wow, man, that's crazy. I was like, you have to come. He said, I can't. I can't make it. He he owns a bakery uh, down in Abilene, Texas. And uh, he said, yeah, I can't make it. And I, I, I guilted him into coming. And if he ever listens to this, he's going to be like, you douchebag, you guilted me into coming. But I did. I guilted him into coming because I, I told him and I meant I meant every word of it. I said, if it is fun, as good as it will be to have dad here and, uh, you know, hang out with him, I said, it's not going to mean nearly as much if you're not here. And he goes, man, he said that that hurts me to hear that. And I said, well, dude, it's true. I mean, uh, dude, if you're not there, it's not going to mean as much. And he's just like, I'm sorry, man, I can't come. And and he couldn't. He couldn't get away from the bakery, so it was going to suck that he wasn't there. But anyway, so the party starts, and, and I go outside, and my brother's standing there. And I'm like, you lying douchebag. You lied to me. And he's like, oh, no, well, I wasn't going to come, and but I decided to go ahead and come. And so, you know, we spend the whole uh, weekend together, uh, with my brother and my dad and we hung out, we went out to sing karaoke together and we cried together. And anyway, it was a lot of fun. But, uh, when I'm, I'm texting with my dad, uh, as he's coming into town and uh, I said, you know, if you want to meet at the house, just come on by. I said, I'm not there yet, but I'm headed back there. And I remember getting out and walking up to him and I just walked up to him and hugged him. And I thought, I remember thinking that, as I saw him and I was walking up to him, I thought to myself, I said, he's probably thinking I'm either going to hug him or punch me, punch him in the face. And he told me later, he said, well, yeah, I was thinking that. And really either one would have been acceptable, you know? So anyway, so I just gave him a hug and in my mind, I figured, well, we can deal with everything else later. He's here right now. I just want to spend time with my dad. Finally, you know, as an adult, I get to spend time with my dad. So I didn't care all the other stuff we can deal with later. So we just spent the whole week together. We didn't even, I don't even think we said anything about anything that had happened in the past while he was here then. Um, and then I'd seen him again. Uh, we went up to, uh, I guess that was first. Nope. Uh, he, uh, his wife died. And we went to the funeral. 
and we were sitting out on the back patio really late one night and and I told him I said you know when we uh, everything that happened on Facebook um, everything that I said and I meant every single word I said I'm telling my dad this I said I meant every single word I said I said but I, you know I said it and I got it out and when I said that, I realized when I said everything that I said, I got it out of me. I said it and it was gone. I didn't, and I told my dad, I said, I don't feel any of that stuff anymore. I don't, I don't have any, any anger, any regret, any, any well, I can't say regret. I regret him not being there throughout my life, but uh, I, I was like, I don't have any any bitterness or anger or anything towards you. And it, I got it out. And I told him, I said, I am so glad I sent you that friend request because I don't know if we would ever have reconnected. And uh, now we have a great relationship. That was, I think, four years ago. I think that was four years ago. And I mean, we've seen each other a lot since then. Uh, you know, we've been on uh, vacation trips together and uh, gone down to my brother. My brother, he's a, uh, he's a black belt martial artist, and uh, he was going to compete at a tournament uh, down in Houston, the world tournament. And by, actually, he competed uh, the year before, and he was second. He got second in the world. So my brother's like a black belt, like second best in the world at this tournament that he went to. So just brag on him a little bit. But anyway... Um, yeah, so he's like, he's kind of a badass, but anyway, um, but yeah, me and my dad, we've hung out and we've, we have a great relationship. I mean, we talk on a somewhat regular basis. I mean, we both have lives, you know, we can't, can't talk constantly, but you know how it is with parents and kids, I guess. But, uh, we have a good relationship now. The point of all of this is the point of this very, very long drawn out story is one of my biggest ghosts, one of my biggest fears, one of my biggest regrets, one of my biggest everythings was what happened with my mom that I didn't get a chance to reconnect with her. And the fact that I had no relationship at all with my dad and I was so mad at him, but I had to confront it. I had to, I had to send him at that friend request. I had to connect with him because it, it just, it ate me up. The unforgiveness just ate me up. The bitterness, the hatred, everything I had towards him, it just, it ate me up and completely just wiped me out sometimes. And so like that, and like many other things, uh, things that have happened in my past, I've faced those things. I have faced them head on and it, sometimes it's scary it was scary to send that friend request what if he rejects me what if he doesn't accept my friend request the ch that chance was very much there in my mind I mean he, he didn't he didn't even ask about me when him and my brother met for lunch so all I know is he could care less you know he didn't want to deal with it so no I'm not going to you know I'm not going to accept the friend request and that that thought was really there but I faced that. I stood up to that fear and I said, you're not going to control me anymore. And other regrets that I've had in my life and 
other things that I was just a slave to. I have, I've had to face those things. And when we face them and we stare them down and we, whatever it is, if it's some mistake you made in your past, I've made plenty of them in my life and I've had to face them every once in a while. Some of them will come up now and you know what? Yeah, I did that. I did it. And I'm free of that. People can't hold that over my head anymore. Uh, you know, like uh, with my dad that I'm free of all of that anger, all of that hatred, all of that unforgiveness. I said, maybe, I don't know if the only way you can get through it is to tell them everything you want, but Hey, (laughs) say what you feel. I mean, like I'll tell my friends, if there's something about me that you don't like, I want you to tell me because I might, I might not even know. I might not know anything about that. I do this thing that irritates the crap out of you. If you don't tell me, I don't know. And so if there's something about me that you don't like, or that you just can't stand, but whatever you'll deal with it, no, tell me, I would rather know so I can change so I can be better than just to constantly irritate you every time we hang out because of this thing that I do that irritates you that I don't even know about. So it's so important. This lasted a lot longer than I had planned. I'm sorry for that. But anyway, this it's so important to face our past, to face our ghosts, to face our fears. We should do something every day that scares us every day, even if it's something tiny, we should always face our fears. We should always confront our fears because after we face them, we realize that really wasn't that scary, but we don't know unless we face them. We don't know unless we face our ghosts. We don't know unless we confront them. If we confront our regrets, if we don't do that, we're never going to know. We need to face those things, whatever it is. If there, if there's a family member that's estranged or, or whatever, just call them and say, "Hey, I just, I just want to say I love you and I forgive you." That's it. Have a good day. Bye. That alone ha- has healed numerous relationships. I know several friends that something happened, which sometime, most of the time, was a miscommunication or a misunderstanding and the friendship a 20 year friendship completely fell apart because of a misunderstanding. And 20 years later, it turns out that there was a just a big misunderstanding and they lost all that time, but they reached out and said, Hey, I just want to let you know, I've been thinking about you lately. I still love you. I know it's been 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, however long it's been. I know it's been this long. But I still want you to know, I still think about you all the time. I still love you. And I forgive you or, hey, I just, I want to ask for your forgiveness. I was wrong. If you were wrong in something, own it. Jeez, that's a podcast in itself, isn't it? If you're wrong in something, own it. I mean, accept, look, I did this, whatever it was. Look, I broke the window at your house and I, whatever, you know, I admit it. It, they know about it. You know, it, just, hey, look, please forgive me. Or they did something to you. If it's been 20 years, man, let it go. I mean, I understand there's some big things. Assaults, sexual assaults, you know, when you were a child. I get that. 
But holding on to that anger and unforgiveness, that just eats you up. And forgiving them, yeah, I know it's hard. I Trust me, I get that. But if, if anything inside you thinks, I want a relationship with this person, call them and tell them, hey, I've been thinking about you. I just want to let you know I love you and I forgive you. Or for, I, forgive me. I want to ask for your forgiveness. Whatever the case is. And say, hey, I, I'm not going to keep up any of your time. I just want to tell you this. And you'll be amazed at, hey, yeah, I've been thinking, a couple of people, they've said that, yeah, they said the same thing. I've always wanted to reach out, but I just figured it would be pointless. No, man, I still love you. Hey, I love you too. Let's meet up. And automatically they pick up where they left off. Face your fear. Face your past. Confront your ghosts. Because your ghosts aren't as big as you think they are. You're going to get free of this. And you're, the, the freedom that you feel after you have let all of this stuff go is unbelievable. Go out and do that and let me know. Let me know that you, when you've done that. I would love to hear that. There's been a couple people that I've, ta- that I've told that to and they do it and they're like, dude, Kyle, it's amazing how easily it was. And I'm like, it is. I mean, it's scary, you know, just like skydiving. It's scary until you do it. Once you do it, you're like, this is the most amazing thing in the world. But facing your fear on on the front of your fear is terrifying. On the back side of your fear, there's no fear whatsoever because we look back and go, there wasn't much fear to have. So just reach out. Face your face your past. Face your ghosts. Confront your fears. And let me know. Guys, thanks again for listening to this podcast. Please like, share, subscribe, all of that goodness, and I will see you next time.